0: Hi, everyone, and welcome back to All Things. I am Francesca, and we are here again with another queer movie marathon movie. And tonight I did Desert Hearts. Um, This movie is widely talked about. Um, It is considered one of the most important lesbian films. Um, It is regarded as the first feature film to desensitize lesbianism. It is based off of the 1964 novel Desert of the Heart by Jane Rule. Uh so if you have not seen this movie, I suggest you pause this podcast. Come back after you've watched it. It is available on HBO Max. Um, so run to your televisions and watch it there. Uh but yeah, we could just kind of get into it. Um I just wanna like what was I just reading? I was reading something interesting. Of course none of my notes are, you know, like, put together. I mean, they are, but not really. Bah, bah, bah. It's, like, funny. Like, the movie was praised, like, audience-wise. And, like, the original, re- like, critic, like, reception was awful. But I'm associating that with homophobia and, like, people hating lesbians. But let's be real. Yeah. So... Because then, like, every evaluation of it came out, like, in the mid-90s. And people were like, oh, no, wait, this film's really good. And, like, same thing in, like, the early 2000s. Like, no, wait, this film's important. Um, In 2007, Outfest named Desert Hearts one of the 25 films that changed our lives. And it was also one of the 25 most important LGBT films in the 2014 Indie Wire Reader's Poll. Yes, I am reading the Wikipedia page. No one said that this was a um a, a you know, a scholarly podcast. Um honestly though, it did do 2.5 million in the United in in like the North America box office. That's pretty good. I feel like for like a 1986 movie about lesbians indie film. You know? So the soundtrack is also amazing, as I as I see the soundtrack tab on Wikipedia. But anyway, I'm going to get into it now. All right. So thank you for if you if you made it past the first two minutes, congratulations. Here we go. Um, whoops. Where am I going? Where? Are they? Oh, I'm at the end of my notes. All right. Here we go. Desert Hearts. It is about a 35 year old woman named Vivian, who is going to Reno for six weeks so she could become a citizen of Nevada and then get a divorce from her husband who I guess is still back in New York um because she is a Columbia professor and um also okay another thing and this is like with Gia for those of you who listened to that episode it's supposed to be 1959 again this movie does not make me feel like it's 1959 this movie makes me still feel like it's 1986 with like some odd costume choices. I, it I don't know. It just still feels like it's in the eighties. No matter. I don't. I, I think back then the eighties, nineties, they had a hard time doing time periods. I guess like it was just. I couldn't tell you that it was nineteen fifty nine, and there was really, I, I, you know, there really was nothing that was telling me that it was nineteen fifty nine. Even the car seemed like it was from the eighties, even though I. And maybe I just don't know these things because I'm young. I don't know, but I don't know. It just felt like the movie was still in the 80s. Anyway, back to my notes. So Vivian is the 35-year-old woman uh, who is going to Reno because she wants a quick divorce. Um, she's staying with Frances, who has a ranch and kind of, like, does this for women, like, brings them in, lets them stay so they could get their little six weeks in, become a resident of Nevada, and then they could get divorced from their husbands. So Francis picks Vivian up from the train station and on the ride back to the house, they run into Kay, a free spirit who Francis has adopted because she had an affair with Kay's dad, which we will get more into later because the whole relationship between Kay and Francis, very weird undertones of like a lot of stuff going on there. Um, So yeah a lot of mommy issues like i think we need to evaluate francis's mommy issues but also like francis in a sense of like not having i mean she had walter which is we'll get into it we'll get into it i'm I'm jumping ahead because there's so much to talk about um vivian is kind of like hinting at the fact that she has a secret to like why she wants to get divorced it's not like truly really clear why yet um but yeah she's a very nice put together lady english professor at Columbia, all that jazz. Um, she settles into her room and she questions why she didn't stay in a hotel because um, as someone who grew up on the East Coast, I, too, in 1959, would be like, what the fuck? Why am I in the middle of the desert on a ranch? But that's just me. Um, and then we cut to Kay at work. She's a coin girl at a casino. She's in a relationship, but not in a relationship with Daryl. Daryl seems to think they're in a relationship and he's her boss. And then she's kind of just with him, I guess, like to do, like, hi, like, so there's not rumors. Um, yeah, it's really weird. And then she, like, has her best friend, Silver, who is, like, an uh, important character in the film. Um, Vivian and Francis have a conversation where they learn that Kay and Walter are half siblings. Um, because of Glenn Glenn is their dad and Francis's love of her life Francis brings up Glenn all the time and basically Francis and Glenn had an affair and Kay's mom left her and so Francis kind of like adopted Kay and then Glenn's dead and then Walter is Glenn and Francis's son so right there lots of family drama right off the bat this film loved a good transition we are fading we are fading we are transitioning swipe right swipe left fade 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 lots of that happening and I'm gonna point out a lot during this is like the coloring though is fantastic I mean it was shot on film in the desert the colors are so vibrant the blues the pinks the sunsets like it's just gorgeous um we do meet some of the other women that are at the ranch that are also trying to get a divorce Vivian comes down from her room after, like, five days of just sitting in there. And Frances asks um another woman in, like, the sunroom where they're sitting um to take Kay, her mail. But Vivian says that she'll do it because she wants to take a walk. Um, I think right off the bat when Vivian noticed Kay, like, when she first got there, she was just intrigued by her free spirit. And I think that we learn later in the movie that Vivian is trying to, like, find that for herself. So I think that's where her intrigue came right away. Um, We learn that Kay, well, Kay is obviously younger than Vivian. Um, And Vivian notices, oh, so when Vivian gets to Kay's place, there's a woman in bed naked and Vivian is, like, unbothered by it, which is, like, nice, obviously. Um, But she's just, like, very shy and, like, oh, no, I'm going to leave now. And Kay is just like, No, wait, what? Um, more weird transitions. So then Vivian has to go see the lawyer. So Kay offers to take her. Frances, like, seems worried. I think, you know, a big theme in this with Francis and Kay is like Frances doesn't want anyone taking Kay away from her because she's a part of Glen. And I think I think Frances just also like Kay is the daughter she never actually got. Um, even though she like loves her son, so Uh, so Francis oh okay so the girl that was in bed her name is Gwen um she is also in the car and Vivian has to sit between them and it's very entertaining um there's a whole thing with like music where like Gwen wants to listen to like pop music and then like Viv and then like Kay puts on like classical and and, like asks Vivian do you know who this is and of course Vivian knows because she is an educated woman and Gwen looks really hot in the car and the car is really hot too like I want a convertible. Vivian meets with her lawyer and she wants out. No strings, just her little books. What a true little lesbian she is. Wants her, just, just wants her and her books. She wants to be free of who she's been. Like who she's been and like how she's been living her life. She kind of like alludes to the lawyer that it's like all been kind of like fake. Like she's been living a lie, obviously. Like most people, like a lot of people do. And especially in 1959. And... She kind of just kind of, you know, she goes on with the lawyer about how she kind of always just played the game properly. And now she doesn't want that anymore. She's been masking herself to fit a mold and she doesn't want to do that anymore. Um, then we cut to Daryl and Kay in his office. Daryl loves her, but Kay has always been honest of why she can't be with him. And then we cut back to Kay is in the, oh, and then we just like, there's so many like scenes where they're just like, don't fit together but they do like obviously it's telling the story but like you go from one thing to another without I don't know without a there's plenty of transitions so I can't say without a smooth transition but sometimes I wonder why a scene was put in a certain spot which it makes sense but it also doesn't make sense in my opinion I don't know um, so Kay is in the kitchen taking food and Vivian comes to make a cup of tea. They both end up making a ton of noise waking up Francis and then Kay has to go upstairs to see Francis who is drunk and confessing the ranch is failing and is falling apart. Francis wants to sell the ranch and asks Kay to come with her if she sells. Francis promises Francis like starts promising things like she could, like Kay can go to art school and all this stuff. Um, And Francis is drunk and She's like, Walter and Kay are all I have left of Glenn. And they argue about Kay's happiness. Lots of codependency here. Um, Because Frances is just holding Kay back. Kay returns downstairs and notices that Vivian is gone. And she kind of seems like upset by it because she wanted to hang out with a girl. Then we're at like a scene where Vivian and Kay go for a horse ride Hey opens up to Vivian about how she wants to do so much more with her life, but she's actually really scared and that a lot of people don't really see that side of her because she like puts up like a really good front of having confidence and that she really does just like want to do stuff, but she is afraid. Um, and then we have Crazy by Patsy Cline plays and it's a shot of Vivian who is starting to realize that she has feelings for Kay as she watches Kay, like, play with the horses. There's a lot of, like, lesbian, um, yearning and, like, the stares. So, there's that. And then Kay is in the tub with her bestie, Silver, um, and the husband is, like, making them steak. Not the husband yet. The fiancé, Silver's fiancé, Joe, is making them steaks. And she starts to tell Silver about Vivian, she says, you know, she's 10 years older than me, but she thinks that it's, she's someone who counts. And then her friend warns her that Vivian will leave and hurt her, <laughs> which then becomes like a theme for the next few scenes. Cause then it's like, Francis is now warning Vivian of K. Basically says Kay is below her trying to force a wedge. So she doesn't lose K to love. And then There's, like, this really short scene and it's, like, cute and it's of Kay and Vivian shopping for, like, a little cowgirl outfit for Vivian. So she could, like, fit in at the rodeo. Um, And then Daryl also tells Kay that Vivian is out of her league because she's, like, educated. So it's just, like, scene after scene of everyone's, like, stay away from each other, stay away from each other. Uh, So more people are warning Vivian about Kay, calling her queer and, you know, like, spreading rumors about her and stuff okay but now vivian's in her new outfit and shows up at kay's work and is just like strutting her stuff around uh and then we go to kay walks into vivian's room to see her asleep. this is one of those scenes like i just felt was so random like why did we need a random three second scene of kay walking into vivian's room didn't make sense to me but then we go down to breakfast and it looks like a lovely family breakfast um, the two women are sitting across the table from each other. You could feel the sexual tension. You could feel the stress of the room. Kay gets upset because Vivian won't go to Joan Silver's engagement party. Really ruins the breakfast. Like those those pancakes looked fucking delicious and ruins it. So Kay runs away and then Vivian gets up and walks away. And then like Walter follows her. And like Walter honestly, Walter's giving gay best friend vibes. You know what? That 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 is what he's giving. And then he asks Vivian if he can escort her to the engagement party. And we get another fade. And then we're at the engagement party. And Silver sings a song, I'm looking for someone to love. And honestly, the sexual tension in that room was on fire. So there's that. And then we get Francis and Kay are dancing. And Kay asks Francis what she's been daydreaming about. And of course, it's fucking Glenn. Because that's all Francis can think about is Glenn. Um, And she says the line... Uh, Francis says, he reached in and put a string of lights around my heart. I thought that was a really sweet line, so, because he, like, lit her up, even though it was an affair. But who cares? It was nineteen, it was the forties, I guess, at that point. 30s. I who fucking knows? Fucking Daryl cutting into the dance to get with K. I don't really remember what happens there. That's all I wrote. But now, Kay and Vivian drive home. This is the turning point of the movie. This is where things get crazy. Kay and Vivian drive home together from the engagement party. It is nineteen fifty nine people and Kay already has rumors against her and Vivian's getting a divorce. so now we' got like two women with red flags on them. They are just basically wearing the scarlet As. They drive home together. There is flirting upon flirting. Vivian is loaded. Uh, the two women drive out to a lake, and when I tell you I need to take a screenshot of the scene of the car pulling up to the lake, I want it on my wall. It is so pretty. It's just, like, so classic. It's just so gorgeous. Definitely need to get a print of that. Um, And they stay out there till morning, so, like, what did you think was going to happen, ladies? Um, They take a little nature walk. There's lots of tension. Vivian asks about Daryl. And Kay says she got attracted to his attraction to her. And then Kay tells her that... And then Kay tells Vivian that she likes women. But I think the line about, like, the attraction to attraction is, like, really important because I think, like, anyone can relate to that male, female, gay, straight. Like, sometimes you're just attracted to having attention And I think in Kay's way, it was, like, a safety net because he knew kind of who she was and whatnot and, like, knew that she was gay and, like, sleeping with women, but he was, like, still willing to, like, love her and try. And for her, it was just, like, a safety net to hide behind. So, yeah. And then Thunder and Rain happens. And Vivian's asking if she, like, misled Clay and Clay says no. And Vivian walks away to the car And the rain is just pouring down and pouring down. And then uh, Kay has Vivian like lower the window. And they kiss through the window. And the rain is just continuously pouring down and pouring down. Um, And they have like a really hot kiss. And then it's just like funny because like Vivian pulls away. And Kay says you don't have to stop. And Vivian just goes, I do. And rolls up the window. It's so funny. Um, And then... Kay is like, where did you learn to kiss like that? And Vivian's like, I don't want to talk about it. Um, They return to the ranch where Frances has packed up all of Vivian's bags. She's very upset with Kay and Vivian because they left together um, because that caused rumors. Frances says, I can't claim angel wings, but I am normal. Boom. Like what a line. You know what, lady, you had an affair with a married man, but it was a good line. I think it's a good insult to be honest like for 1959 that's a good insult I can't claim to be an angel but I am normal but gay people are normal let's all remember that and then uh Vivian says betrayal is mutual Vivian goes to the hotel that Frances has set up for her and Kay is pissed she confronts Frances and says she's moving out so Frances can get her hands off her life yay Kay snaps all around standing up for herself Life continues. Vivian's at the hotel. Kay is at the casino. Time is fading away. Their time together is fading away. Finally, Kay goes to visit Vivian at the hotel. She's scared to death of never seeing her again. They talk about what's going on and Vivian is upset and ready for it to all just be over. And then Kay takes her clothes off and gets in bed. And Vivian has like a straight-up gay panic about it. Vivian asks Kat to leave, but Kat doesn't. Vivian says she doesn't know what to do in these cases. Um, and, uh, Kay is just like, put the do not disturb sign on the door. And Vivian's like, well, that went smoothly. It's so unserious. And then the sex scene happens. It is soft. Kay is taking charge. Um, Vivian goes, I've never felt this way at 11 o'clock in the morning. I don't think I've ever felt this way before. And then they go into the scene where Vivian's like laying down and Kay comes up above her and like slowly kisses her. And it just reminded me of the first sex scene from The L Word with Bette and Tina. If you know, you know. Um, So maybe that's where they got some of their inspiration from. And then it just seems like they fucked all day. Which, I mean, why wouldn't they? They had nothing else to do. Uh, Then they go to a bar and Vivian talks about how crazy this is, an affair with a 25-year-old woman. And KT keeps talking about how much she loves her and how it'll be okay. And then Vivian says she loves her too. And then they leave and they start, they just randomly get into this fight, which is also very lesbian, which Vivian was like, does this like happen? And Kay's like all the time. Um. And Kay says that Vivian is just visiting her way of life as part of the fight. And then they argue about who's going to drive the car and who's gonna walk? And then uh, Vivian ends up walking, and Kay ends up driving. And then they don't get very far. <laughs> they probably get 15 feet. And then Vivian gets back in the car. The colors look amazing here. Uh, then they make up and they have more sex. Now we're at Silver and Joe's wedding. Vivian and Francis see each other, and Francis is still pissed. Kay runs after Francis. Um, and they just kind of like a little heart to heart. And Francis is like, I'll never accept who you are, I'll never embrace who you are. And then also is like are we over for good and Kay is just like you know what you've known me the longest we're never gonna be over and then they like embrace and then Frances is like haha people are gonna have rumors about us which you know what in a weird ancestral way is that what she really wanted like is that it was she in love with Kay too or is she just like in love with her because she reminds her so much of Glenn that was mostly a joke everyone let's remember that I don't But she definitely is, like, in love with Kay in, like, a weird way because of, like, Glenn. Then we cut to Vivian getting her divorce. Kay is upset Vivian is leaving. Vivian doesn't know what Kay wants, but Kay just wants her, she says. Kay wants to have... No. Kay won't have dinner with Vivian because being with her is starting to hurt. They... Uh, Vivian wants to say goodbyes alone. And then Kay goes, we've been saying goodbye from the beginning. Which reminds me of the fanfic in the L Word fandom, the Call Me By Your Name L Word fanfic, it's giving that. If you know, you know. Um, they meet up at the train the next day as if like nothing happened or like later that day, cause I think they're in the same clothes. And Vivian tells Kay to come back to New York City with her. She needs, she should live near someone who sees how wonderful and beautiful they are. Um, Kay can't do that, but she does get on the train so they could have another 40 minutes together. I mean, how romantic is that? Overall, I think I gave this movie a four out of five on Letterboxd. I really loved it. I totally understand why this movie is so important. I think with like, it's just a simple lesbian love story and it's like simple. And I think because it came out in the time that it did come out, that's also super important. And it's definitely a must watch for people. Um, yeah. And I'm really happy that I finally watched it. I don't know why it took me so long to watch it. Um, But I'm really happy that I'm doing this series so that I can now sit and watch all these movies. And I hope you all are enjoying sitting and watching these movies or revisiting them. Uh, Again, if you're not watching them for the first time, or maybe you're being inspired to watch more queer lesbian movies. Or in general, we're all just watching movies. I don't know. Um, But thank you for joining me uh, for this podcast I realize I talk really fast, but that's just how I naturally talk. Um, maybe I will try to slow it down. I also get very excited while I'm doing this. So I'm sorry about that. Um, but thank you. And it's also awkward doing it by yourself. Like it's different when I'm with Brit and we're having a conversation, but I'm just talking to a microphone here. So we are, we are zooming through the content. Um, but yeah, thanks for joining me. I don't know what movie will be next, but I will let you all know on Twitter. So if you want to watch it before you listen or just have a heads up, um, I will definitely let you know. Uh, Thank you for joining me. I hope everyone's having an awesome Pride Month. We are almost halfway through, which is really, really sad, but it is okay because it will be back again next year. Um, But yeah, so this is All Things Podcast. I'm Francesca, and have a great day.